Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of Girlfriend's Guide Podcast. I'm your host, Ellie. I'm your host, Patsy. Um, today we have another episode for you. It's been a while since we recorded. Um, you know, we've had some technical difficulties. We're going to get it together, guys. You know, we've been lacking. <laughs> Um, on our end with releasing consistently, which is not like us, but you know, we have a lot still going on our end. Um, we're going to try our best in the next upcoming months to really just put out, um, episodes, um, as we promise every other Monday for you guys. Um, just so bear with us as we are slowly kind of transitioning, um, to fully, virtual um podcasts recording which sometime will be in person and sometime will be virtual but um we're still trying to figure that all out yeah so bear with us guys we appreciate the help i mean the supports and all you guys who still listen and join the lives and all that please continue to do so um ellie and i also just have like more plans for the podcast there's been things on the back end for the podcast. i feel like we've been a year now that yeah. there's some things on the back end that we still haven't talked about because we're still trying to figure it out but hopefully before the year's over we're able to get that spread away and then we can really just take this podcast to a new level yeah and I know that we've like consistently been saying yeah we have something in the back end we have something in the back end just like be patient with us guys it's just it's a lot it's not on us I promise that you know the the energy that we've always been giving you guys will um, be consistent more when, you know, we each have more of our time. I know Mm -hmm. that Tati's still um, studying for board, so she has a lot on her plate, and I currently have a lot going on, so hopefully in the next coming months, we can really focus, finalize um, everything, and we can really just, you know, be that, be your favorite podcasters. Yeah. (laughs) That is the goal. That is the goal. Like yeah. so we're gonna try to finish this year off strong. Hopefully have some good announcements coming soon. But you know, everything's in God's timing. Like I said, we've been dealing with this for like a year now. Yeah. Everything um, is in God's it's God's timing. God's if timing. God wants it, it's gonna happen. Yep. So thank you guys once again. Yeah. Um, so last Wednesday we had our live, which we haven't had a live in like forever and it's always amazing that it doesn't matter um how how long our lives are or what was the last time we had a live you are the people who join and it's usually the same people and it's a surprise guests um that joined like we really do appreciate it mm-hmm. because you know it was kind of last minute we wanted to still put out um something something while we're while we were absent for the past two or three weeks Mm -hmm. um but yeah we had a really good live where we talked about you know quiet quitting jobs it's a new term that's going on in the workforce talked about some other several things um shot things to look for in a partner yeah shooting our shot we made a list and we learned that when you're looking for a guy make sure you ask him, can he book a trip? Yep. Not because we always ask, like, oh, have you traveled? Where did you travel to? It's not even that no more. It's have you ever planned a trip? 
Yeah. There's a guy who could plan is hard to find nowadays. Can you put itineraries together? Because, yeah, we need that. At this grown age, most of our jobs consist of us planning and putting together things. So come on. I think most people can do it, but hey. So those are the things to look out for. Yeah. So it was a great live. I, I'm looking forward to our next live. So thank you to everyone who joined that live. I really had a great time. It was short, but it was it was great. I really did enjoy it. Yeah. Hopefully more to come to. Yeah, absolutely. So we're gonna catch up real quick. I know that, you know, like I said, it's been months, weeks. <laughs> last put out episode so you know you're gonna catch up with me and Tati so Tati's gonna let us know what's been going on in life how's life been going um life has been going very interesting like Ellie said earlier still sitting for the boards guys if I sound, sound exhausted right now it's because I am so sorry if I don't have the energy I usually bring it's it's early I mean it's only nine o'clock honestly yeah. but you know new glow moon Worked all day, did a lot. So. Um, but yeah, studying for the boards. Um, I don't know, did we record since I did the open mic? No, I think no. we were supposed to, but it didn't happen. Okay, so I did an open mic um, probably like what two weeks ago now. Um, so one of my goals for myself this year was to do three open mics in a year. I did two. Mm -hmm. um, already so I'm looking for one more but it was a good experience I'm getting less and less nervous um doing it in front of crowds um so I'm really proud of myself for doing that so still looking for one more so if God know of any others let me know um other than that dating life is interesting life is it's my sister my sis I can say officially is out here in the dating world and I'm yeah. proud I'm happy to see her experiencing this dating life for sure. Yeah. Not, I mean, I have a nickname for him already, but you know, let's just wait. I just saved the number on my phone as a name. And y'all know I don't do that shit. I will hold you. It was kind of awkward because now. Listen, it was kind of awkward because it's been a few months yet, Tati, or saving. I know. I, but you know what's so good about let's, this? Let's unsave and just remember the number. But no, but the reason I had to save it in the moment was because we I don't know what we were, maybe on TikTok or Instagram or something, I had to say, like, oh, send me that. So I click it from my phone and, you know, you send it. And I was like, shit, I can't type in the name because the name's not saved. So I had to like, hey, can you um, type in your number? Um, your name's not saved in my phone. Oh. And I, I didn't feel bad because I told him, like, I don't save numbers. But this person... Not saying he's above and beyond. Like when I when I said if it lasts a couple of months, I'll let y'all know the story. But we are like I can say this because at this point we know mutual people that God forbid it ends horribly with disrespect. It's like I'm gonna see you regardless. God forbid you know he knows someone I know that is my family. So it's like if I need to get in contact with that person, it's like you're a person I'm gonna need your number regardless because it's not like. If we end bad, I'm never going to see you again. We have mutual okay. people, so might as well. But if it was any other ordinary person who no ties for whatsoever, then you already know that number would not have been saved. Yeah, I, I agree. Yeah, for sure. So, I'm, still, I'm still team no save, no numbers. Me too. I very am so that too. But um, cool, very casual. You kind of know what it is. And I'm enjoying this experience of knowing what it is and 
no pressure. Yeah. You yeah. know, roster season is starting up, so. Baby, roster season is starting Once up. Once October, November, like, you should have a final roster roster by November. Like, before That's Thanksgiving is when you're choosing either someone to take to Thanksgiving dinner or they're choosing you to go th- to Thanksgiving. And when I love people, so I come into your house for Thanksgiving, I was like, ha, 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 ha. Right, and then by Christmas, you're already late if you don't even have a really good roster because you know you want to be part of the whole matching pajamas. I just want oh. someone to give me a little gift. Just a little gift. So you got to be ready, but I say the deadline to really have a good roster where you can pick your choices is October. Well, baby, I only got one. Ambient. So (laughs) you have have two weeks or three weeks in September, and then you have October. So I'm studying for the boards. This nigga, he snuck in when he was. I'm studying for the boards. I'm not even thinking about catching them. If they we'll come, have, they come. We'll have October. We'll have October. October. I'll try in October. I'll hunt. That's hunting okay. season. It's hunting season. Females yeah. are hunting too. We're hunting. Women are hunting too. Yeah, we're hunting. hunting. For sure, for sure. But other than that, um, nothing else. Oh, I said this on the live too. Um, the day of the open mic, I shot my shot. Didn't go in, but it's okay. Mm. What up to Huh? It's okay. It builds confidence. Oh, yeah. it, it, you know, baby, it builds confidence. Mm-hmm. I was with Ashley and Kimmy. I'm like, oh, go talk to him. He smells amazing. Oh, Jesus. He smells so good. That's what made me realize. I was like, who smells so good? I turn around, I see him. Okay. Um, he was sitting alone by himself. I went over to him, like, hey, are you alone? He goes, yeah. I was like, do you want to join me and my friends? And I could tell his face. He was just like, and I was like, it's okay. No pressure. He's like, no, I'm okay. And I was like, okay. Obviously, ego got bruised for like you know the first two minutes because that's okay. the first time ever. Dust it off, you know. And I dusted it off. Still had a great time that night. Um, I noticed that like I feel like a couple of years ago that shit would have really hurt me because I would have taken it personal. Like, oh my god, he thinks I'm ugly. Oh my god, this, that, the third. Yeah. Um, but now it's kind of like I don't know. He could have a girlfriend. He yeah. could just not be interested. He could be having a bad day. He could just yeah. try to do a solo date journey where he's not trying to interact with men, taking a pause from women. He could be gay, not even like, oh, he don't want me, he's gay, but he that's an option. He could be not interested in women. There's so many different factors that have nothing to do with me specifically. And I didn't internalize that. And I was like, wow, look at therapy at work. Therapy, and I think with maturity too. Yeah, like you're not everyone's cup of tea. And that doesn't mean you're not a nice cup of tea. You're just not for that. Yeah. So, but yeah, other than that, trying to think with life, life is life is moving. Life is moving. That's how it is for me. Life is like moving as it goes. It's just moving. But we are a few days away from my birthday. (laughs) We are a few days away from my birthday. So, um, I think after we record this episode, we have one more episode to record, and then I won't have. I think after two more episodes, I have um, my birthday plans to share mm-hmm. but i have a big announcement for my birthday your girl is going after what she wants and doing yeah. things i gave myself two birthday gifts this year so it's just like mm-hmm. here you go honey you deserve this you deserve it it's big birthday gifts big big birthday gifts for for a special girl that big 28 day. baby big 28 hey you know so i'm proud of myself it's been the next 
the past few months and um, the next coming months are gonna be difficult, but um, I'm proud of myself for going after what I want and just putting myself out there. But I'll share the news with you guys soon. I wonder if when they're listening to us, they hate when we do that. I know. (laughs) We have a lot of stuff going on in the back end that you guys don't know. We have a lot of stuff going on personally. I have a nigga, but I'm not gonna give him a nickname. I have a big news, I'm not gonna tell you. It's it's such a tease. I know, but I love sharing. I I can't wait to share with you guys, but I love to keep the suspense going. Ooh, I love a surprise. Even though I know, but I love a surprise. Right. So you guys will know in about three weeks or so. I'm excited. I'm excited too. Yeah. But um, let's dive into our episode. Um, So for this episode, we're going to be diving into, um, so basically for the month of September, it is Suicide Prevention Awareness Month. So I definitely wanted to go into um, this episode talking about suicide prevention um, and suicide. Suicide is just um, in our community and just in all communities, it's just a very taboo topic. Like no one wants to talk about it. Everyone is scared to express how they're feeling when they're feeling low. Everyone wants to seem like they're doing okay. But it's just like, we need to break the silence of, you know, not speaking about it and starting to speak about it. Hey, I'm not feeling well. I'm not feeling my best. And also, it's also important as families and friends to um, check in on our friends and families. And most importantly, the people who are doing their best. Like if you see like they got it together, they look like, you know, like, damn girl, you got it together. Um, I promise you, they're the ones that probably are going through the hardest times. So definitely reaching out to our friends and family. I do this a lot where I have a lot of friends. Like oh. I have a lot of childhood friends. Like Ellie got is friends. I got one thing I got is friends. And the thing is that everyone's like, I can't say this part because then it'll be putting out my secret, but about what I'm gonna tell you guys in October. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I am not about building new friendships. I have enough friends like I'm already thinking about my bridal party what in the world am I gonna do that's a headache at this point I'm even thinking about not having a bridal party because honey it might be easier it's easier I just can't do it but I am very thankful for all the friendships I have I have a lot of childhood friends people that I 20 plus years with um 12 plus years and one thing about my friendships that you will definitely guarantee that I'm gonna check I'm gonna check up on you. Like you might not hear from me for I don't know five mm-hmm. months, six months, seven months, but you'll get that text from me out of the blue. And most of the time when I text most of my friends, it's when I hear, yeah, I've been having a tough time. Like I'm not doing okay. And I'm just yeah. like, wow, like I feel, I feel, you know, I feel great to know that at that moment when I'm texting you, you're able to open up to me that you're not okay. And I'm happy that I could be that friend that's creating that safe space for people to come to me and just be like, hey, like I'm having a hard time. Like I'm just not happy. And I'm also happy to know that I also have friends that I could probably, I could call on, not even probably, definitely call on and just like cry on the phone and be like, you know, this is what I'm going through. 
life sucks right now. Mm -hmm. I'm going through it. I'm not happy. I'm not, but I definitely in the past have told my friend, I don't have any suicidal thoughts. I've expressed that like, I'm not suicidal and, but I'm just not happy of where I am or um, how I'm feeling. And I've also had friends when they do express to me how they're feeling, I honestly ask them the question, are you having suicidal thoughts? Mm -hmm. And the thing is that a lot of times when your friends are coming to you and expressing to you like, hey, I'm not doing okay. I'm really having a hard time. I feel like we are scared to ask the question of like, are you okay? Are you having suicidal thoughts? How can I say yes? If they say yes, then it's just like, you gotta, at this day and age, at this time in life, at this grown age, not even earlier in life, we should know the steps of like, if any of our friends are about to have suicidal thoughts, like, what do you do? Like, for real, like, at this age, imagine if you get a text. I've had friends that express to me how they're feeling, and after I hung up, I'm just like, I don't want to hang up. Mm-hmm. They've expressed to me, like, I don't have suicidal thoughts, but I'm, I'm afraid to hang up. I'll check on you later on that night. I'm afraid to hang up because, of course, you express to me you don't have suicidal thoughts, but I'm afraid that you still might hurt yourself. So one thing when you're saying that, because like when I'm in clinical, we do the same thing as providers, you know, we talk about it and it's like, so I'm going to choose my words carefully. Suicidal thoughts aren't quote unquote normal, but they're common. Yes. And what differentiates, so what differentiates us from, okay, we need to get you section. We need to get you into a mess is having suicidal thoughts and also having a plan. If you're having suicidal thoughts, we're not going to say, boom, stop the world, call number one, call this team, mm-hmm. no, because like I said, they're not normal, but they're common. Like everyone mm-hmm. in life could probably say, I had a point where I didn't want to live. You know what I mean? Yeah. But it's like, are you? what was the last time you had those thoughts? Are you actively like, what's your plan? Like, right. so kind of gauging how serious or how close they are to that point. Some people, it's not it's not a one size fit all. Some people may not have a pin at that moment, but then boom, they're just in that, that second and just hits them so hard, boom, it happens, you know? Exactly. But that's just from the clinical side, how we differentiate, okay, we're, we feel safe for you to go home. Um, we're going to follow up on this. We're going to get you the help needed versus you can't leave here right now. You're going straight to the hospital because you have an active plan, or you just recently tried this and no one knew, but you failed. So now we need to send you. But I think from coming from a friend point, even me having the healthcare background, if one of my friends like, yeah, I'm having suicidal thoughts, my instinct, and I'm gonna be honest, is call you and figure out fuck, do I need to call 911? And number three, what I would love to be able to do is call your parents, but you're Haitian and I can't do that. But I'm happy that you brought up the clinical side of it because there is, like you said, there is two different, like you can't just up and call 911 if someone says they're having suicidal thoughts. No, I think this is what it is. When our friends come to us and they're telling us where they're having a hard time or a family member comes to us and tell us they're having a hard time what we need to do is ask them if they're having suicidal thoughts. The second question is, do you have a plan? That Mm -hmm. is a red flag right there. If they're like, I have a plan, then it's kind of like, 
okay, 911, next step, you know, call them if you can show up to where they are. But if they don't have a plan, I guess that's your role as a friend to be like, hey, maybe you should talk to your therapist and, you know, mm-hmm. be that support for them. If and also to. the words, do you have a plan? Some people may think me thinking about taking a whole bunch of pills, not necessarily a plan. So even those words sometimes can be like, no, I don't actually have a plan. But it's like, sometimes you can just say, have you ever thought about how you would kill yourself? And then they'll tell you their ideas because they can have 5 million ideas and not have one specific, but those ideas are essentially a plan. So just even wording it. And um, going back to what I said, it's just kind of like, all my close friends, Haitian. Could I ever call a Haitian mother and it'd be like, hi, I just talked to so-and-so on the phone. They want to kill themselves. Yes. You can, but I'm not going to lie to you. There's a part of that in me just knowing the culture where I'm just like, how is the parent going to react? Are they going to cut? Is it going to make it worse in the sense of what the fuck is wrong with you? But I think you You have everything. But I I think we know our parents. Mm-hmm. Like, I know how I think I know how your mom would react like I think there's some friends I think some friends in in my past I have a very strange personality as an only child where if I'm going through something I completely shut down yeah I don't talk to anybody I'm in my room and growing up that's always scared my mom that's always scared her that's when she's the nicest to me mm-hmm. and the reason why she's told me in the past is she's scared I'm like do I give like yo I want to like that's crazy she's told me she's like I'm scared I think you are depressed mm-hmm. and I'm just like I'm not depressed mom I just like I just need my space and my time and she's like I don't want you to hurt yourself and stuff I'm like mm-hmm. I'm not gonna hurt myself if I am then I'll come to you I hope I could make that promise. I don't know, but it's just like yeah. I'm happy that my mom's very aware and, and she knows me. She knows when I'm going through things. Mm-hmm. And I'm telling all my friends, like if you're my friends, listen. If you ever mm-hmm. see me going through something, you can go to her. She's definitely gonna go to Jesus first mm-hmm. and pray and lean on Jesus. But I've slowly have started to educate my mom about therapy and mm-hmm. actually getting real help. Um, so it's just actually like knowing your friend's parents but I think if you know your parents your friend's parents are a little like then I think there's alternative routes I think there could be alternative because honestly just thinking about I don't think any of my friend's parents are like that too but that's just one percent of the Haitian community or the Caribbean community the African community where it's just looked upon as like you're crazy or you're ungrateful or what do you have to be depressed about what do you have to be stressed about I gave you everything my struggle you don't have to go through so what can you possibly be depressed about not knowing that there's literally a scientific component like this is why mental health and physical health it's like it's good that it's separated because it's different but it's like it's still an illness like you still don't have full control of it there's a chemical depending on how severe a little chemical balance in your brain and there's no one i refuse to believe that our parents who came from Haiti with nothing in the United States working $6 an hour. My mom had her her first job, $6 an hour. Hours and bills and overnights. You're trying to tell me there was not one time you had your low point? 
And it's so sad. When I think about that, it makes me tear right because I'm just like, y'all don't even know yourself. And, and you know what's so scary and so sad is that when I was younger, my mom used to work mornings and nights mm-hmm. for for a lot of days yeah at this grown age she's like you know when I was working those doubles I was not right in my mind like there were times I thought of doing this and I'm just like child like what and you didn't mm-hmm. talk to anybody like she's express thoughts mm-hmm. and I'm just like literally I could have lost a whole mother I could have <laughs> lost the whole and I promise you, our parents, our cousins, our aunts and uncle, there's so many of them who have gone through things and have not talked to anybody. Have not talked to I remember when um my parents split up. And it's like, I can I only imagine, I imagine me. Like I go back to when I broke up with my ex five and a half years. Oh, my mom was with this man for 15, 16 years. Pretended like have a kid and then they split. I remember just for a week, I was cooking my mom at breakfast. She couldn't even get out of bed. I was cooking her breakfast Aww. every day. Every time I come in the room, she's just crying. She's just crying. But it lasted such a short time that I was able to see because she had to get back to work. But then for the first year, every couple of like random times, I would say something. Like I remember I was little, I forgot to take a shower because I fell asleep. She started crying. Why are you crying? I'm sorry, I don't mean. No, it's okay. No, because I was like, wait, what? She goes, because if your dad was home, he would have never let that happen because my mom was working overnight. Yeah. And little things like that would get to her. And I was just like, now looking back, I was like, sis, he was depressed. And she probably knew, but she couldn't stop. Let's be real. Sitting, um, thinking back at this grown age of times that I saw either my mom and dad, I'm just like, they were going through it. We were so young and put it together and they, they didn't get any help. No. And I'm just like, that's so, they couldn't, they didn't know how. And there's a culturally like, culturally and they didn't didn't know. It's just like, I got to provide for my family. I got to provide for my family back home. God forbid I'm, I was having a whole meltdown. I'm here calling up my therapist, like, yo, Mm-hmm. email me let's meet up like yeah I just could not it's crazy crazy and it's I'm like crazy. I don't want to refer to myself as weak but that's how I feel sometimes that's how I feel because I'm like damn girl you mad weak because look what they went through and they're able but and they're it's able to healthy themselves. it's not healthy and God God knows they could still have a breaking point even now. A thousand percent. You didn't work. The things that the things that were breaking you then could still break you now if you don't know how to work through it. Exactly. Like I'm, my meltdowns that caused me to shut down, to not do anything, to not want to go out. Um, I know now what are those and what yeah. I have to do to work from those so I don't get depressed isolate yeah. myself yeah and those are the things that I'm working on and I've gotten better but imagine our parents or people who just don't work on those things and just like all right gotta move on it piles up I never um I think one big thing and this as much as it can be used in a toxic way religion and God has a big 
part in how they survived because my mom she never was like every Sunday like my mom was never that mom and I'm actually grateful for that um but we still went to church with each other it just wasn't an every single Sunday thing my mom hasn't been to church in years but this woman will pray this one will have her YouTube on listening to gospel she'll do all of that and so I get that from her and I think if it wasn't for God, and she says this all the time, she wouldn't survive. And she goes, if God didn't hear my prayers, yes. she wouldn't have survived. Because when my parents split up, my um, the house that we lived in earlier was in foreclosure. The bank got it, but now my mom was a single mom. Granted, she was with my stepdad at the time, but he just came to the country, immigrant, you know. So she was basically a single mom financially. And... That's when I was first going into college, the big bought the house. And my mom was just like, I just need four years, God, four years of me not having to pay this house in order to pay for a college because I can't do both. There's no way I'm going to have the money to do both. Yeah. And then I graduated May and then first house bill came that January after went years without having to pay a penny for the house. And she goes, if it wasn't for that, there's no way, like I couldn't, I wouldn't even be here because I wouldn't be able to survive that. And I was just like, if it wasn't for God, you mentally would have went off the deep end. And I think that's why religion is such a big thing. The Haitian culture and people in general have gone through so much to be this resilient, they have to call on someone. It's literally God they have to call on. Yep. I believe that God does go hand in hand. Yeah. Um, with like seeking also help too. Yes, there is this there is this mentality in our culture where um, if you tell someone that you're seeking help, the only help that you should be seeking is God, mm -hmm. right? But I think that the same way God has provided um, physicians for us to go to when we are sick, mm -hmm. in the same way God has provided therapists and people yeah. out there to help us so I know that in um in some cultures and just Haitian cultures if you tell them and you're going to therapy why aren't you going to God and praying that is enough and I do believe God God is here to help us through all things mm -hmm. and I do with all my heart and with faith know that God could help me if I'm going through yeah. depression or have any suicidal thoughts but at the same time, I think that it is upsetting to know that we are not using the resources that God has set aside for us. Yeah. And those resources are, whether it's um, prevention programs or anything out there that you can seek to help you get better. Yeah, I 100% agree. I just feel like, like, and also the stigma of, and it comes from culture too, like, you're crazy. Like, it seems like everything else in your body physically can be wrong. But the minute it hits your brain and it affects other things, it's like, no, you're crazy. Or yeah. oh, job possessed you. Right. Possessing you. Those thoughts will kill you because I remember this year when I had um, my meltdown, mm -hmm. I felt like I was crazy. Mm -hmm. I felt like I was losing my mind because life was okay. I have a great job. I have a home. 
mm-hmm. what is wrong with me like nothing was wrong with me I just literally was like I had a cold meltdown because work was stressed I have a good job but yeah. stressing me out I'm in a great home but there's little I had little issues that I, w- I was unhappy with so everything is good mm-hmm. but there's problems associated with those um mm-hmm good things and it's just like I've just felt crazy like what the hell is wrong with you girl like are you crazy and I literally had to go to my friend and be like I feel like I'm crazy Mm -hmm. am I crazy because there's no way life is good but I'm still unhappy of what my situation like life is good I like like I cannot complain I am healthy I have a good paying Mm -hmm. job like life is good I have friends I have family but why I why am I unhappy with what the good things I have like there's there's no explanation and I had to go to my therapist and be like yo what the hell is going on explain explain these emotions to me because I'm confused what did she end up saying if you want to share um she said that I just need to sit so I had to sit down and I had to just write the good things and then mm-hmm. also put down like what are causing me to feel those emotions yeah and come to find out I just had to work it out so my stress from work was how can I remove that stress and yeah I talked on the live is I had to put some boundaries Mm -hmm. so it's just like you have to see what's causing the stress and causing you to break down and see how you can improve it there's always ways to improve it whether it's if if it's if it's your space that is causing you stress Mm -hmm. honey it's time for you to leave and find a new space I think that's I I 100% believe that space thing too because I was just even today when I was just driving because I work in the city everyone knows I used to live in Hyde Park kind of pan area I moved last year still kind of work in that general area and it's just if the city is busy like I grew up there like I never noticed how busy it was it's gotten worse because of the whole train situation girl Mm-hmm. And it's just like, there's just so much action going on, which is like, it was good. But now I live somewhere that's a lot more quiet, a lot more peaceful, a lot more tranquil. And I love it. I, I feel at ease. Not saying I didn't feel uneasy over there, but I didn't know anything else. So I was at ease because I didn't know anything else versus if I were to move back, would I get adjusted to it? Yeah, because it's home, but it's not going to be the same it's not going to be that tranquil feeling of no cars vroom vroom vrooming no no none of that it's just peaceful and chill like even the walks I do around the neighborhood is so different than the walks I used to do back there and it's just like looking over your shoulder honestly it's it's so good it's like I don't like change at all but now I'm just becoming so much more open to it because you're growing and you're learning about yourself and you're learning about what causes you anxiety and what brings you down versus what is able to calm you. And it's just like, sometimes you just need to change your environment. Yeah. You just really just got to take that leap and be like, no, this isn't it. Like I'm, I'm stuck here and it's not good for me. Where, what can I do to help? And we've it? seen in our system how environment really affects our community Mm -hmm. whatever environment you're in can withhold you back so 
finding the space, finding in the, uh, the environment that is good for your mental health mm-hmm. for you physically so you can grow and not harm yourself. It's important for us to take care of ourselves to make sure that we are mentally stable. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We don't take care of ourselves now, honey. You know, yeah. we'll have to take ourselves, we'll have to take care of ourselves when we're ill. So that's why it's important to take care of ourselves now. And honestly, I said this on the live, don't give 100% to any, any job. Whether you love it or you don't, because I'll announce this when I actually get my job and do all that, but I am not going to kill myself. I am not going to go as hard as I did the first couple of years of really being in my career. I'm going to do what I can going to give you a B average, call it a day and come home and refuel myself and do what I need to do for myself. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's why we talked about the quiet quitting. If you don't see this, look it up. But um, yeah, um, I I think at this age, it's important for us to really focus on ourselves, our mental health, find Mm -hmm. that friend, find that provider that you can, um, connect with and know that you can trust and with the friend if you have a friend that you know that you can come to and express to them that you're not feeling well also it's important for you to check with that friend be like are you in that are you capable of listening to what I'm going through because a lot of times we're pouring our issues and our problems to that friend and god forbid they're probably going through yeah and it's a lot to hear other people's so definitely just find a way to ask like hey like i'm going through something are you in that mindset are you capable of listening to what i'm going through yeah definitely but that's what also why therapists exist too to have that ear that's always going to be that's always going to be in that space to listen yeah Um, and Tati, I know Tati found her therapist on this website. I also found my therapist on that website. Tati, do you remember the name of the um, website? Was it through the Instagram message, InnoPsych? Yeah, InnoPsych. Yeah, Yeah, we'll we'll link it. We'll put it in one of the captions. So definitely finding uh, a provider, a therapist that you can really, um, you know, go to whenever. And that um is like consistent with you because I know therapists they really do have a lot of patience so definitely I know in the past I've emailed my therapist like hey just following up so we can set up a meeting following up and you know she's either teaching or she's um she's really busy with other clients and then when we finally met and I was telling her what I'm going through she's like girl I need you to put urgent in your like like change it up hey, I'm just following up um, so we can meet because she's like, then I just think you're like trying to set up a meeting and then I'm pushing the meeting to a month later when we could have this meeting. I could fit you in like that if you're going through something Mm -hmm. so so serious. And I was just like, you know what? Okay, all right. Like you can put through that email. She She told me like, you can put through that email that you're not doing okay and you would like to set up a meeting as soon as possible. Yeah. So that you're expressing to your therapist how you're feeling at that moment if you want to meet right away. I definitely agree with that. And also just like, I mean, with COVID, a lot of people are in therapy, which is great, but just trying to set up like a consistent, which is hard because life, but a consistent meeting time. That way, you know, like 
boom, at least I know every such and such, every other week or every week, or even once a month, I'm able to see my therapist on this day or this, that, this day. Um, also another thing for me is just like, when I get real like anxiety, it's just like journaling works for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Journaling only works for me sometimes. Um, I think I've mentioned this before, recording, voice recording on my phone helps me, like an audio journal, um, because I'm the type of person when I have a lot built up, I just like feel it heavy on my chest. And like the only way I can let it out is like vocally. Like that's why when I was younger, I used to, I used to scream. Cause like, I was like, ah, like I just need to get it out. So I it's like, I, I don't know why I'm just laughing to see small Tatsy screaming. Yeah, because it's like, I'm frustrated. And it's just like, so, you know, to let it out, definitely voice, um, recordings and all of that so that is something that helps me if you're unable to speak to someone but at least you're able to speak to let that energy out of your body Mm -hmm. absolutely um so before we wrap up I do want to go over some um some warning signs to look out for friends and families um if they're going through things so um some of the few signs I've seen um during this um suicidal prevention awareness month is a lot of times when someone's thinking about you know harming themselves or committing suicide is they usually give some of their possessions away Mm -hmm. i it makes i would think yeah those are some um and also talking in a way of saying goodbye Mm -hmm. um those are things to look out um also Another one, which is a little hard, is they isolate themselves from going out with friends um, and family, which is really hard because everyone has their seasons and time where they're just like, I don't want to go out. You know, I'm just drained. Nowadays, just being drained. Like, I don't want to go out. So that's a hard one, but definitely checking up on the friends that, you know, they're always ready to go out, right? Mm -hmm. And all of a sudden, there's a With that... With that specifically, I think that's a very good point you made. Like everyone's different. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, we all battle mental health in some aspect. I have a friend who battles mental health and her coping is to isolate. And luckily, like she has people around her where I know, uh, well, you can never say you know, but I don't think you would ever get to that point. Like I'm not worried about self-harm or suicide or anything like that. But I do know how, you know, how debilitating it can be to be on your own, but sometimes you need that. Um, she can, sometimes she takes months and she needs that, but that's how, that's what works for her. And as a friend, I know that's not a situation where it's like, I'm going to take it personal that I don't see her or I don't talk to her every day or anything like that. It's a situation where every couple of weeks I'll send a text, love you, praying for you. Something reminds me of her. Um, you gotta do. That's nice. Just send it. That's all. And I always say, don't feel the pressure of texting me back because mm-hmm. this is just a boom. I'm thinking about you. Boom. I'm still here. The minute you need me, I'll pick up the phone type. So understand. And that can be hard too. Cause not some people do that and that's who they are. Some people do that. And unfortunately it leads to more serious consequences. It's, it's just, it's a hard position, but definitely knowing your friends is a big thing because if I was the type of person that, 
oh my god are you okay oh my god oh my god oh my god that's adding another sometimes doing too much and trying to be there trying to be present adds another layer of stress um onto a person like i was like everyone's like oh my god how's your board studying blah, blah. you're gonna pass you're gonna pass I'm like oh thank you but that's a lot of pressure i, I don't want to hear you be like i hope you pass but if you don't girl it is okay mm-hmm. that doesn't define you like we need to start making our positivity a little bit more realistic mm-hmm. um so just definitely keeping in mind sometimes always checking in or being that good friend may have the opposite effect on certain people and a lot of times sometimes we can just be that friend in silence too yes um i had a friend when she was going through her hard time she just needed a friend to just sleep on the phone with just Mm -hmm. like until she fell asleep or something like that so just know how you can support someone and not be an additional stress to them is highly important Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if I missed any other there's probably additional signs um, mm-hmm. but those are a few of the signs I wanted to share is there anything else Tati? Um, I know some signs obviously like we talked about being isolated staying in bed um, drinking or smoking a lot more um, we all have our days it's so normal like oh that day at work I need a glass of wine you know like you know I'm definitely a drinker you guys all know this alcohol is my vice here I am that is what it is um I definitely COVID was heavy in the drinking because it was just a lot going on. Um, but yeah. more so if it's like the constant drinking is not even for fun, it's just for the numbness. It's not even it goes beyond the stress relief. It goes, I want to feel numb. Mm-hmm. Like stress relief drinking is like, oh, I don't want to feel the stress, I want to feel happy. Mm-hmm. Versus I feel like the other sense, like I don't feel anything, I just want to be numb to it all. Um, I think that is a definitely a sign, whether it's alcohol, weed, other drugs, I think that's definitely a sign. And I think just like Ellie said, kind of people talk about and say goodbye, listening to their words, um, definitely, and how they're talking, certain things they're saying, like, oh, I don't want to be here anymore. Like, oh, life sucks. I just, I don't want to be here anymore. There's no point. Things like that, like, the desperation, there's no point. There's like, there's no motivation in their voice. And they're saying things like there's no motivation to live. I know when I was going through my little breakdown to almost two years ago, this October 3rd. (laughs) And I know talking to Ashley was like, and I know Ashley was future therapist. I'm like, I'm not trying to freak this girl out because I didn't want to kill myself. I was just like, I don't want to not be here, but I want everything to stop. Like, I just want to go to sleep and not wake up for a while and everything needs to be paused. I don't want to have to deal with all the moving parts of life. That was the best way I could say it. I think that's a good way of expressing yourself too. If you ever do feel like, I don't know, I don't want to kill myself. I don't have any thoughts, but I also just need everything to stop. Just, you know, those words are pretty good, but listening to how your friends speak. And I really just think it's about knowing your friends. So you'll start to notice those changes eventually. Mm-hmm. absolutely so going off what you said just really it's really important to just really listen to our friends and our family their words and if the warning signs stick out to you like we said make sure you know let's remove the stigma of you know the suicide topic as being taboo but actually asking them do they plan on harming themselves mm-hmm. and do they have a plan so I think once we start being more open and having these conversations, I hope that, you know, these, 
these talks and um, these talks would definitely be part of the preventions and saving many lives. Yeah, I definitely think there's so many. I think it's become a lot more common to see like things about suicide and stuff like that on TV, which is great. I just think we need to take it. That can't be the only way it's in the household mm-hmm. on television. It actually needs to become like the same way, like at certain ages, you guys have sex talks with your kids. Let's not even have suicide, suicidal thoughts. That's the wrong words, but conversations about suicide with our kids. Let's just have conversations about mental health with our yeah. kids and normalizing those conversations. Like, oh, you're feeling sad today. What made you feel sad? Like, it's okay. I remember like, it's so natural for us. Like when you see like little kids cry, oh my God, don't cry. It's okay, it's okay, it's okay. But they go it's through okay. things too. You know, it's like, no, just say, it's okay to cry. Let's not like, try to because we say that because we want us to make them happy and want to stop that but it's a release and they is. can't express themselves verbally and they can't control their emotions so if they're yeah. crying let that energy leave them let's not stop them from crying it's like it's okay to cry and comfort them and letting them know their emotions that they're feeling is okay like granted it's going to take a lot of unlearning on our end when we have kids to do that because yeah. we're so normalized to that, but these are the little things that play the role of this being a whole taboo conversation. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Well, thank you guys so much for sticking around and listening to another episode of Girlfriend's Guy Podcast. I hope today's episode um, that I hope today's episode you guys got something from it, and um, I hope that we're everyone listening is doing well. And if you're not, make sure that you're reaching out to somebody talking to somebody, whether it's a provider um, that you have, or hope today's episode encourages you to find um, a provider. Yes, definitely, for sure. Once again, guys, thank you. Um, If we're able to, I know I have some lists of hotlines and stuff. Yeah, we'll make sure to add those. Yeah, posted um, during the weeks of this episode for you guys. Share it with a friend, tell a friend to tell a friend. And it's okay to be sad. Just, you know, get the help that's needed. Absolutely. All right, guys. We'll catch you next episode. All right. Bye. Bye, guys.